Welcome to Combat Chatter, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast, brought to you by RepublicTrooper.com. Combat Chatter covers the latest hot topics and breaking news surrounding Star Wars The Old Republic, BioWare, and the greater Tor community. All right, what's going on, internets? It feels like it's been longer than it has, but it's only been two weeks since our last show, so that means it's time for Combat Chatter, Episode 5, hosted by myself, Andy at Republic Trooper. And we have our usual crew with us here tonight. Dave and Mike from Republic Trooper are also uh, here again with us on the show. And we also have some very special guests. We've actually tried to get them on the show before, but they had some better things to do, like attending the second BioWare Fansite Summit in Austin. So uh, I guess we'll give them a pass for that. But welcome to Aaron and Corey, also known as Jesta and Narf, from the brains that are inside the droid that is the R2DB.com database. Welcome to the show, everybody. What's going on? Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey, troops. Hey guys. Hey. All right, everybody's here. We got five of us tonight. There is definitely a lot of stuff going on out there in uh, Star Wars The Old Republic land, and we are going to try to cover as much of it as we can in tonight's show. But first, um, we wanted to talk R2DB. So, uh, Jesta and Narf, thanks for hanging out with the show. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about what's going on over there, what you guys have going on at R2DB? We're pretty much trying to turn the, uh, the whole item database concept on its head on R2. Let's kind of the easiest way to put it without rambling on for like an hour about what we're trying to do. Trying to take your uh, your traditional item database, put some Old Republic in it, and uh, do some cool stuff you've never seen before. So, and uh, pulling in some of the features that we love from other websites like the question and answers and like MobaFire style guides and just, just get everything all in one place and have a nice social place. So much like the droid you guys have kind of uh, named yourself after you're you're gonna break the mold you guys are gonna be the database that stands out sure hope so yeah i know that one thing i really like about the site is if there's something new that's come up i can just sort of check the site at, at a quick glance and see that there's uh new news updates and, and new information for me to check out when i'm uh, i have a free moment so i, I really like that aspect of your site we're trying to do that a little bit of that Reddit or Dig style, you know, news aggregation too. We don't want to make content ourselves, but we really want to showcase other people's content and then lead them to other sites. You know, maybe you'll find a fan site you've never been to before. But how long have you guys been around now? It's been over a year, right? We've been working on it for about a year and a half, but it's been out for just a little over a year now, at least publicly. Okay, right. So yeah, so it's been out for a little over a year, and I mean, you guys have built up quite a big community, kind of to to Mike's Mike's point. You know, there's lots of sites, lots of fan sites, lots of news items going on there, and now it seems like you guys are getting ready to uh, start populating database stuff with the NDA drop. Yep, we've pounded really hard on the. Uh the social aspect of what we think the database should have for the past, you know, year and whatnot. We've also been working really hard on the item database too. Unfortunately, it's just not quite there yet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of hard to work on the item database when you're not even entirely sure of what the data you're going to have to be displaying is, right? So it, it it's useful to have data. And now that we can give you data, we can start working on those features and making sure they work well. With the kind of aggregation you guys do, that will really, really, I think, strength, help strengthen the community as far as, hey, if, you know, if, if people are still active, then you can see what's going on in the community from other sites through you guys. That's one of the big things we wanted to try to do was make sure that, uh, I mean, like, like he was saying, we, we aren't out there to put out our own content as far as like news or blogs or anything like that go. But we, we think having the aggregation kind of like a Twitter type site for your news for R2, like you could... Uh, on R2, you could actually go follow Republic Trooper, Darth Hader, Ask a Jedi, and the, the, the fan sites that you read, and then you can just come read all your news on R2 and then follow through to their links. And you, and you guys kind of have like the Reddit-type system where uh, people can upvote what they like and, and, and follow it as it comes down the pipe. Yeah, I mean, one of the way we kind of look at it is we're trying to model it to be a supplemental news source. I read a lot of Tor news on Twitter and I follow the hashtag and all that other stuff. And that's primarily how I get my news. And then I'll follow links and stuff. But we also want to build that into our system so that if you want to use that as your social media outlet, that's where you could get your news and get redirected everywhere. And from the fan site's perspective, 
we want it to be on your checklist of, oh, I need to set up a Facebook account, and oh, I should set up a Twitter, and oh, let's add an R2DB profile to uh, our site. You know, we want that to be one of those things that is just kind of natural to fan site owners. It, you know, it definitely is because, you know, being a fan site owner, I, I hit your guys' website every day as part of my daily, like, news process and all that stuff. You're uploading yourself, aren't you? I give myself one, yeah. <laughs> when I post it, yeah, I give myself one. That's what it's there for. Oh my god, Andy, you're so corrupt. I know I am. I'm gaming the system. No, but it it is really cool. So, what does it take from you guys? What like what does it take to to put into this, you know? How much time and effort? How many other people are on the team? What does the overall kind of behind the scenes look like with R2DB? Uh, it's pretty all of the code is Corey and myself. We've been working probably at least 20 hours a week for the last year and a half on this project in our free time. We've built kind of a wonderful little community of moderators and of some people that do art and give us a hand and just people that are that like the project that have wanted to join in and give us a hand. That's what we generally dub our galactic librarians. They're the ones keeping everything in order. I'm looking very forward to seeing what you guys have coming down the pipe. Now, you have a really cool feature that you were just talking about this week where you can actually link and visually see builds anywhere. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Well, anywhere that would run the powered script. Yeah, any website that uses our script. We originally were going to try to put them in tooltips, and we decided that they didn't look nice. So we decided, you know, why not just let you embed an entire talent tree in your blog or your forum post or, you know, your news article or whatever else you're writing, a guide, something like that. So that way you can just see the talent build without saying, oh, this is the talent build I use, and you have to click this link to go look at it. That's awesome. Now, you guys you guys say you have some really cool stuff. I know it's probably more secret than, you know, an exhaust port on the Death Star, but you guys want to hint at anything that might, might also be coming in the future? Very soon, we are planning on revamping how our tooltips work. Um, no longer are they going to be the mouse or the tooltips that follow your mouse around, and, you know, when you mouse off of it, it immediately goes away. Um, we're going to kind of go... The Facebook and Twitter route where you can actually mouse into the tooltip and interact with it from other people's websites. So if you were looking at a like race, you know, our race tooltip has some other icons in it that you can't really do anything with. When we launch this revamp, you're actually going to be able to mouse into the tooltip, which will spawn new tooltips. So it's kind of this infinitely scaling tooltip thing that one of our... Uh, our moderators has dubbed Tooltipception. Yeah, shout outs to Reedon for that name because it yep. was awesome. Oh yeah, Reedon. Reedon's a bro, man. We like that guy. Oh, yep. Reedon from, from uh, Force the Force Healers. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. We've we've talked to him before. Um, he's done a lot for us. We appreciate. Awesome. It. <laughs> that sounds like something I think would be very useful to pretty much all the sites and all the players out there. So. And you guys say you have you have lots of ideas, so that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? There's other stuff. You, you well, guys I mean, if plans. if you take this if you take this tooltip, right, like, and then like, you're gonna be able to like follow whatever it linked to, or like whatever, just like you were logged into R2. It's basically gonna be like you know how you can do like a Facebook app on a website that uses your Facebook profile. Well, if you're logged in with R2, any of the powered R2 stuff will all have these nice features that you can use following. You know, who else? We, we'll, I'm sure we'll come up with other great things to throw into the tooltip, too. You might even be able to like click a button and see questions asked about this or something. So is this stuff that um, that you guys have been waiting for the NDA drop to publish, or is this just kind of part of your normal development process? It, we haven't necessarily been waiting for the NDA to drop for the tooltip. We were focusing a lot more on the, the social side because it's, it's what we had the information for. But now, now that we can start working in the data and start coming up with like things like talent calculators that people really want to use now now it's important for us to have these these features that we've been talking about for a while so it's i mean it's just a part of the development process it's kind of a scheduling issue more than anything you know um yeah. we realize that we're going to need the awesome tool tip soon so we have to make it <laughs> right right speaking of your count or your calculators i actually just uh saw those the other day when those went out those are really cool you guys did a good job with that stuff so we worked pretty hard on those. There's a few features missing still, but and we've got a few cool other features we're adding to it that you haven't seen anywhere else on a talent calculator. Oh, really? Care to elaborate, or is that top secret? 
we should probably make sure it works before we uh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea, right? commit to it. <laughs> so what else do you guys have coming out before, say, the launch of TOR? Is there anything specific or any new big feature that you guys are kind of uh, saving for like launch day or launch week or anything like that? I think the tooltips are definitely going to come out pretty soon. We're already doing some internal testing and just have a short list of bugs on exactly what needs to get fixed. Uh, we just put our guides up, which we want to publish how to do embedded talent builds in the guides. That actually already works, but we haven't told anybody how to do it yet. The stash, we posted about that really recently. It's already there. It, it still has some work it needs done too. That's actually a, a new feature, I think, in an item database too, the ability to uh, basically save a link and drop it into this little collection bucket basically like an inventory in your game it's a really neat little feature and we're also going to be having like badges reputation and as you earn more reputation on the website you'll be able to moderate more of the site because as you know you become more of a, a valued and supporting and contributing member of the community then you have more powers to fix other people's broken links or fix the formatting on a post forum if you if you wanted to so kind of like kind of like a wiki for the game as as you become more active in the community exactly like a wiki um i don't know if you've ever used a site like stack overflow um if you're not a programmer you probably haven't but it's uh it's basically a community moderated question and answer site um and it's it's really powerful and and having the editing tools is is really neat. I mean, I, I, I've I've got a lot of rep on Stack Overflow. I, I used to game that all day. It's actually kind of what started the whole project, but I well, don't really want to go into a ton of history on that. So we know if anybody searches for anything on how to do Trooper, we know like what will come up is republictrooper.com, no matter what on your site, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, yeah. No, I don't think we'll it works have to that add way. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not in yet. Oh man. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not there. But um, yeah, the stash is actually really cool. I saw that. Uh, I think that went up maybe like a week or two ago. That was that was pretty groovy. And and, and kind of like Corey said, it, it looks exactly like an item inventory. It, it's like a you know, and if you're playing the game all the time, you're you're used to that format and that layout. And that's definitely a pretty cool feature. Oh, go Still ahead. very experimental though, and there's some quirks with it that people with other browsers, you know, it doesn't work all the time on some browsers. But we wanted to get some feedback on you know, what people thought about it and, you know, what they're using it for. Are they like collecting their favorite helmets, trying to find the best in slot helmet or something? You know, what are you doing with it? Something else I wanted to ask you guys about was, which I, I mentioned earlier, was you guys were one of the lucky 13 to uh, get invited to the Fansite Summit 2 at uh, Bioware Austin. Uh, what did you guys think about that? How was your uh, how was your experience? It was it was a pretty fun little journey. The flight back was probably my only complaint just cuz there was a massive storm traveling across the country, but other than that, like it was it was kind of unreal. <laughs> it was great to be able to to tour the the Bioware facility in Austin and get a chance to play the game. Um we got a chance to play some level 50 content. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh we got to meet a lot of the other fan sites too, which is great because I mean we're we're like like I was saying earlier, like we want to make tools that are usable for all of the fan sites. Like that's kind of our goal. So we want to be like a discuss comment system potentially or you know a dig or a Reddit style voting system those those sorts of things you know we we need the support of the fan sites as well so it was great to be able to meet all of them they were all awesome one of the biggest things that people were asking for us on uh when we were at the summit from the other fan sites is they wanted to be able to embed our voting system in their website so that way you know their users on their site could vote for their content so we're kind of weighing that out and seeing how we can do it right now that would be so awesome. that way you know like you have a facebook like button and a tweet button well you can have an r2 button that will vote it up on r2 and make it more popular in our aggregation system that's a great idea. I, I would put that on every page of content that we had. That's a good idea. <laughs> so about the Fansite Summit, though, like how did that come about? Did you guys, were you guys able to attend the first one or was this the first time that you were out there? This is the first one we've gone to. Um, last year, I think we were, or wait, it wasn't last year. It was earlier in the spring or something. Uh, we were still relatively small and, you know, still working away on features and didn't have really much to show for it. So we we were fine. We, you know, 
we were a new fan site and hadn't been out too long. But now that we've been in contact with BioWare for, you know, probably a year, I think we started talking to them. We got the chance to go. And another thing we got to do is we got to sit down with their web team and talk to them a little bit. That was pretty fun. We just kind of talked in one of the conference rooms for a while and nerded it up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That sounds like it was a totally cool experience. Yeah, it was pretty good. And, you know, we got time to sit down and talk with the developers and show them all the cool toys that we're coming out with. They got a full demo of our skill trees and our new tooltip system and the stash they saw before it was out. We're just trying to show them some cool stuff that we were up to. Do they have some insight to some of the toys you're not ready to talk about yet? Uh, they've seen a few things that we haven't released yet. Yeah, we figure, you know, if they're going to bring us and show us some cool stuff, we might as well do the same. Shit like, so show me yours, I'll show you mine? Exactly. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> what? what? I, I'm sorry. We know that, though they don't have a timeline on it, they're going to put in an API sometime after launch for modding. They've said, uh, especially Georg, uh, Zoller, very vocally, that they just want to make sure they do it absolutely right. Do you guys have plans to plug into anything in-game to connect to R2? If we can, we'd like to. We didn't get any cool insider information or anything, so we don't know what they're doing either. But when they start getting closer, I hope they at least contact us and are like, hey, you know, these are some of the cool things you guys could do, and then we can kind of figure out what we want to do from there. And uh, when we were doing our little demo, Georg looked pretty impressed about our site. So I think I think if he ever gets close to releasing something, he might be like, David, you should tell those R2DB guys. So hopefully it works out right. We affectionately refer to him as General Zoller. You're saying General yeah. Zoller was, was impressed. General Zoller approves. I believe he was standing behind us, like, maniacally stroking his beard. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> That's you can't awesome. see me right now, but <laughs> it was awesome. That's totally cool, man. Mike, did you want to jump in there? It looked like you wanted to say something. Sorry, I've been quiet. I've been playing around with the skill trees on their website, and <laughs> I got kind of distracted. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, that is all good. That, that feature is really cool because you don't get to preview your tree sometimes before you pick things and it's like now i get to see like if i want to go vanguard or want to go commando as andy loves to say yes <laughs> i do i'm going commando right now a andy yeah, <laughs> andy andy thought the game had a complete different meaning if you took the going commando advanced class and uh yeah i thought it meant i got to run around without pants on dude come on you yeah do. Uh, i go streaky, but, uh, streaking through coruscant so, so, Mike, you're having fun playing with the, the talent builds? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I, I went there and looked at it while uh, we were doing some of the initial questions. And it's really, really cool. I mean, it, it tells you, you know, what each, each skill does. And then you, you have your total allotment of points and you can sort of build it all up. And Wait, uh, so what you're telling me is the next time we do a Flashpoint together, you'll actually know what you're doing this time. Uh, I can't guarantee <laughs> anything, but as long as you don't, aggro the whole zone i won't have to heal i won't have to sit there and he just tap my heal button over and over and over what, again what, what do you mean that's what you do i've i've played wow before you pull the whole zone that's strategy uh strategery yeah strategery that's right yeah just pull the whole room healers <laughs> everywhere are crying inside right now <laughs> you gotta aoe them down right yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's that's what i didn't understand i actually healed once as a uh, commando and I didn't understand because I ran out of ammo, and everyone knows you don't run out of you don't run out of resources as a healer in an MMO. That just doesn't happen in a contemporary MMO. Right. So I was a little confused. I'm sure it will be fixed in a balance patch very soon. Actually, the the trick is not to run out. Um, your ammo regions more the higher it is, I believe. Right? I I think, so. I think we spoke about that today in an article written by someone. Yeah. So if you keep uh if you keep your if you keep your ammo like above fifty percent, you heal it faster, right? So not having to burst heal is the, is the key. When I was healing, uh, I found the best way to do it is just to make sure that if you're gonna you know pump out some one of your big damage abilities, just to make sure you're above seventy five percent, so you never drop below that fifty. I forget if it's called, I think, combat support cell. It, until you get up to the mid teens and you actually get the support cell, you also don't have that uh. The free heal, the small but constant free heal by using hammer shot, which you do you, get, you do you get later on. Shoot you in the back, Dave. I know I've been looking forward to that. Yeah, wow. All right, <laughs> enough of that. So, anyways, uh, let me let me kind of get us back on on track here. But uh, yeah, so for everybody out there who doesn't know, you definitely need to go check out it's it's r2-db.com. 
it's a super cool community. They have a ton of tools like they were talking about. They have an item database that's that's getting ready to, to be populated, I think, this week. You should definitely check out R2DB. Go stop by their forums and stop by their website and start getting to know people. It's a really cool place to uh, to hang out there if you're a TOR fan. And or IRC as well. That's oh, usually yeah. where we're hanging out chatting. Oh, cool. I didn't. I actually didn't know you guys had an IRC chat room. That's cool. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, we're on Freenode. Oh, nice. Cool. So yeah, check them out on IRC too. But yeah, let's move on because there is a lot of uh, Star Wars stuff going on this week. Obviously, the big news of the week is the NDA drop, and we're going to get it into some of that stuff here in a few minutes. Um, but first, we wanted to touch on a couple of the Friday updates that have been uh, been coming out the last few weeks. So uh, who saw the Trooper versus Sith Inquisitor video? What did you guys think of that? You mean... Uh... Chuck Norris versus a punk with lightning. I saw it. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, dude. I thought it was pretty badass. Well, there was, let's see, a, a guy in heavy armor and a guy in cloth. I've, I've played some RPGs before, and I remember you always ganked the guy in cloth first. So The thing that I think is interesting is they, they started the whole kind of choose your side stuff, like a, I think it was like a month ago. Everybody knows, you know, e- each side. Uh, has an exact opposite, right? So, like, the trooper nemesis is essentially the bounty hunter, right? They have different abilities, but they essentially have the same result. So I would have expected them to to do a choose-your-side, like, trooper versus bounty hunter or, like, you know, Sith Inquisitor versus Jedi Consular or whatever it may be. Um, I was actually kind of surprised to see a video of a trooper against a Sith Inquisitor because I don't know. I mean, for for me, having played a trooper a lot, I I don't even think there's a matchup. I think a trooper would destroy one every, every, every chance. Uh, well, then I'm wondering how long it'll be before we see Bounty Hunter versus Consular. You know what? That's true. That's probably what they're going to do, right? And then, well, I guess that would leave, that would leave, um, what would that leave? Knight Imperial... versus Agent. And, uh... I thought they did the, didn't they do the Knight already? Yeah, the Knight yeah, they... was against the, uh... Oh, Knight, yeah. Knight went against the Bounty Hunter, yeah. right? Well, the, the reason they don't do Trooper against Bounty Hunter, because there are a few differences. For the most part, they are mirror images of each it'd other. Be the, it'd be the same two dudes fighting. Yeah, they, they would. You know? They would just. Yeah, they would just look different. Like the the abilities would look different, but their effects would be almost exactly the same. So what they're tr- what they're trying to show, I think, classes with complete different abilities and how they uh, how they pair off against each other. That's true. I, I will say this though, especially like if you've been following Republic Trooper at all. I mean, we we try to keep on top of like everything Trooper related. Obviously, there's not been a ton of like Trooper specific news coming out. I would say even in in like the last three to six months there just hasn't been a whole lot and it was really cool to actually get some like new up-to-date video footage of the trooper like there was a lot of cool scenes in there with like groups of troopers all of them obviously were in like high level armor sets and stuff that looked pretty badass and you got to get a sneak peek at some of their uh some of their abilities that a lot of people probably hadn't seen yet due to due to uh, nda nda issues obviously that's not going to be the case moving forward but I, I thought it was a pretty good video thinking the same thing andy is i watched it going i want that armor and that armor and where did they find that <laughs> Next up was the Bringing Down the Hammer Flashpoint preview. Who here uh, got to watch that video, or who here has actually done the instance? What did you guys think of that? I've done it. I, yeah, I've done it multiple times now, too. Yeah, we got that was the one we got to play at the fan site, I think, too. Oh, did you get to play the bugged version or the non-bugged version? Because that was actually one of the instances they were having a lot of problems with. It, it, it had a few bugs, but it was overall fun. Um, we actually had more problems because uh, one of the guys ended up dying <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, so you just had to, you had somebody dragging down the group. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what you know what I like about. I think it might have been me. Oh, that's <laughs> funny, dude. Oh, I got it. What I like about bringing down the hammers, if you do it at the appropriate level, it's hard. I mean, it's challenging. Uh, yeah, you have you, these like raid mechanics built into these flashpoints. It's yeah. crazy. And and I, I'm gonna preface this by saying no, I'm not someone who who thinks a game should be masochistically hard. Okay. But I do think things should be challenging, and I hope they I hope they keep the level of challenge like there because I mean you know after you die a few times and then kill a boss it's it just it feels like an accomplishment feels so much more accomplished yeah exactly yeah it was pretty difficult I mean we've uh, the first time I ran it I went in with a group and I think I was like I was the lowest level I was like seventeen or something and and everybody else was twenty. And dude, we, it took a long time. We we wiped a lot, especially the last boss. The last boss is like 
unusually so hard. hard. But I, everyone's like crying about him, and I hope they leave him the same. It's like make him difficult. You know, if that means you have to go level up another level or two and go run it again, I'm totally cool with that. I, I don't like it when it's like easy peasy anymore. Well, you know? well, Andy, remember how how remember how many times it took us to learn him? But we learned it, and it, yeah, it was a boss where you actually had to pay attention to the mechanics, and and so was uh you know there's that. There's that group, that boss with his uh his two sidekicks, which is also a very involved fight for a low level instance, and I was I was happy to see that as well. Yeah, with the shield and the heal and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there were there was a lot of strategy that you needed to learn for that. Yeah, Mike, it was kind of neat to have that intro at such a low level instance too, because then you're like, well, wait a minute, if they're teaching you these mechanics at level sixteen to twenty, right? What are they going to be teaching you at fifty? So. Just to compare it to the giant elephant in the room, you know, I, I think that's one thing where WoW kind of had such a schism at the end is the game was kind of too easy for too long and then people get to the end, especially if they hadn't played MMOs before, and they're like, okay, what do I do at the end? Oh, ra- raiding is supposed to be um, this major endgame content, and they get into raiding, and the bar gets raised from way down here to way up there in one jump, and I think that was a... A, a shock to a lot of uh, newer MMO gamers. Yeah, I, I was a guild leader for a long time, and I got very mad at people, so I'm probably that dude. Well, you know what? That's the thing, too. I, I don't mind people learning, and I've said this before, uh, but there's some times where getting mad is actually justified. If somebody stands in the fire the first time, you don't get mad. You go, no. hey, you go, hey, you stood in the fire. If they stand in the fire the next time, and but they try to move right at the end, you see them go, oh, oh, yeah, I'm standing in it, and they make an effort, then you still don't get mad at them. It's when they stand in the fire five or six times in a row and not once do they show any improvement. <laughs> it's like, dude, don't stand in the fire. The most infuriating thing I can remember was, I don't going back to WoW again, the, the Yogg-Saron fight, where if you went in the green clouds, it spawned another ad. And we had this rogue that I would just watch and he'd like dash and then he'd hit a cloud and he thought he was like, oh, I could just jump over it or something. And he's just being stupid. <laughs> it's a 50 DKP minus. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know. Run to the center. Hey, guys, I, I, I heard that uh, the Death Star fires lasers more after this last patch. It's only if you stand in the middle. Um, yeah. OK, let's see. What else do Spawns we have? More TIE fighters. I was on. just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, don't, don't go near the, uh, the edge of the battle. More Tie Fighter, Tie Fighter eggs. Yeah, the Tie the Tie Fighter squadrons. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see what else we have. Oh yeah, okay. So we also launched a new column on our site this week called the Mess Hall, and the Mess Hall is uh, community focused, and we feature a poll every time we post it, asking our community and the TOR community out there uh, questions about the game and get their feedback and opinions. Dave, why don't you let us know a little bit about the Mess Hall or this week's Mess Hall that we posted and what was going on with that? I can do that. This uh, this week's our first mess hall, as we do our podcast uh, every other week. We've had a lot of great messages coming in, some by email, some on the forums, uh, about people, uh, you know, some on Twitter and such, about people giving input, asking questions. So we thought we'd uh, we'd make a forum in between our off weeks so that people could give some input on a subject that we talk about and we'll talk about it on the next Combat Chatter. For the first week, we spoke about the different ACs and specifically the different skill trees within those ACs. So uh, we broke it down into six choices and what people were looking mo- most forward towards playing because uh, the two unique trees in each in each AC and then the shared assault specialist tree for uh, Vanguard and Commando as well. Unsurprisingly, the two that came at top one and two are Commando DPS Gunnery and Vanguard shield specialist for tanking it it came out the way you might expect i wasn't sure which one would win out of those two first and second but i was pretty sure that those would be first and second i believe let me commando's gonna win every time dude you know that uh yeah and combat medic was third so what we saw is of the six choices the most popular is the purest dps and i'm saying that as far as people people gravitating towards something that's classical according to bioware and from everything i've seen so far they do keep their dps trees as close as possible to each other so what i'm speaking to is uh when somebody wants a dps in an arch typical fashion they want the big guns the big cannon the big effects so they're going to go gunnery for tanking uh, of course the the only real choice shield specialist of course and commando uh combat medic was third so the healer 
came in after that. We had a uh, Vanguard specializing in tactics, so that's very interesting. And then Vanguard specializing in assault specialist, and there was even one vote for commando specializing in assault specialist. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Commando assault specialist. <laughs> that's just silly. Yeah. But you, you know what? I I would love. And this is this is what I'm truthfully hoping. I, I understand people are going to gravitate towards more common builds, but I hope that they actually make the trees different enough and still viable enough that people who want to play a less common spec are still viable. That's what we keep getting told. That's what I'm seeing so far from what I've seen. And that's what will keep them less of a homogenized game than certain other games with millions of subscribers. So yeah, uh, that kind of leads to our next topic, um, which is the NDA is gone, so everybody's really happy about that. So uh, normally we kind of just have a topic list on the show and we, we talk about each of the topics, but for today, for the for the last part of the show, we wanted to do just an open kind of roundtable discussion with everybody about the game and let's talk about features are in the game, quests that are in the game, you know, stories, spoilers, whatever you guys want to talk about. So we'll start with the R2 uh, DB guys who are here. What kind of things in the game do you like that you haven't really been able to talk about yet, at least publicly, due to uh, NDA? I think the thing I'm looking most forward to is the crew skills, as strange as it sounds. It's not something, you know, that we really haven't been able to talk about up till this point. But now that the NDA is gone, we can start, you know, sifting through the data of, oh, these three ingredients make this, and, you know, these four right. do this, but which one's going to make more money? I was a big uh, crafter in a lot of the previous games I've played, so I'm really looking forward to see how this all plays out. What do you have planned for your crew skills? Because I, I agree, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm really excited about the crafting system. It looks really cool. I think I'm going to go armor mech, honestly. I, I, in galaxies, in a, you know, SWG. a galaxy a long time ago. Oh, yeah, I was there. Uh, I, I was one of the armor crafters on the server that, you know, you'd go to if you wanted, like, 80% connect res kinetic resist armor. Or if you wanted a set of wrists, 40% resist on stun or something. Like, I, I really liked doing armor for some reason. It's that's not quite as glorious as weapons, but no. Hey, that's good, man. And, and uh, I've done. I haven't messed with armor mech myself, but I did do. Uh, I think it's arms tech is the weapons one, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. You could get some really cool stuff out of that. That's actually probably where I'm gonna go. If he's building the armor, I might as well build the guns, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a that's a good that's a good idea. So, what? Speaking of that, what are you guys planning on playing? Um, I'm probably gonna be playing an operative imperial agent, going with the melee damage stuff, not necessarily the roguey stealthy stuff but the the melee damage tree is pretty awesome i really wanted to do a sith inquisitor but i feel like everyone and their mom's gonna do one so i think i'm also gonna be an agent but i'm gonna be a sniper oh that's cool you, you know my experience range. with the sith inquisitor is is it was it was like everywhere you know and maybe yeah. it was because i was only on like the second planet i think i played one till like 19 and i was like okay I, i've checked it out enough but everybody was a sith inquisitor like everybody that's the way it felt in PvP. Like I've done quite a few war zones now, and it you just see the red lightsabers everywhere on their side. It's it's a rare occasion <laughs> that you see somebody without one. That's right. that's funny because you know what one of my biggest complaints uh, were, and they actually mitigated that to a point in the most recent build. I've said this straight out. I don't care if I'm on a PvP server or not. When I see somebody take out a red lightsaber on Coruscant, I should be able to kill them. Not because I want to be a jerk, but seriously, let's move back. You're sitting there on Coruscant, and a Jedi whips out and turns on a red lightsaber. You're going to think, oh my god, Sith landed and they're about to attack. I mean, why wouldn't you? But they they put in that thing where you have to be you have to have dark one or higher to, to slot red crystals now and you have to be light one or higher to slot blue and, and green not that that'll stop it because there's tons of jedi that are just going to go dark anyways and they're still going to be yeah. tons of red lightsabers and i'm not a big role-playing <sighs> nerd but that's something that really kind of i don't know that really takes the immersion out for me uh, i'll be honest i i played a uh, jedi knight and had a red crystal <laughs> That's awesome, a, uh, Andy. Uh, how, how do we kick them up? How do we kick? Hey, them I'm up? going. Hey, I, I I will be playing on the Republic side, but I will be going ultimate dark side, dude. I I kill the kids and like lie and cheat and steal and all that. It's totally fun. <laughs> you knocked people out of the airlock, Andy. Please. I I did. I did. I, that's the only time too. We were in the uh, SLS or whatever, and they have the option to you know save the engineers, and I was like blow them out of the airlock. That's the only time. I can't believe I won that role. That was awesome. What's funny is I've played Esselus so many times, and everyone chooses that. I got to see the light side version once. Well, it's like five more minutes. 
that you got to do if you if you choose the light side version. You yeah, you have to go downstairs, and there's like there's a bunch more of those uh, elite dudes yeah. down there, or whatever. That's sad that people are already looking to to shorten the time of the instances, and we're not even out of beta. No, I I, I don't care. I would have done it either way. I think we ended up have I think we ended up having them vented when we played it. Yeah, but then we saved. The uh, other chick. Oh, see, I was trying to kill her too. I tried to I kill haven't her been... too, but <laughs> right. Yeah, but I do. Nobody ever wants to kill her, dude. And I'm always like, "Come on, guys, let's kill her." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're not doing it." All right. I, I Next haven't time we even run seen SLS, it. We'll, we'll murder the Twilight chick. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. How about you, Mike? What are what uh, what aspect of the game that has been bound by NDA are you looking most forward to uh, speaking openly about? Honestly, I just want just more information about the advanced classes. Uh, how viable things are, and I've been burning to hear more about Vanguard DPS. Uh, I know I play Commando Healer, uh, but I'm one of those guys who does things that chooses the option nobody else chooses. Like, I love the idea of Vanguard DPS. I'm telling you, I've played relatively high-level Vanguard, and I think what people are talking about is some folks may think that a Vanguard should be able to do as much single-target DPS as a shield specialist. That It's true, that doesn't happen, but even a shield specialist, if you use your abilities right, especially your AoE, you can do more damage with close-up AoE between Explosive Surge and Pulse Cannon. and It's ridiculous how, how much stuff a Vanguard can kill at the same time. But yeah, if people are expecting a Vanguard to do single-target DPS as well as, as a DPS spec, I, I don't even understand why they would think that was a realistic ex expectation. Yeah, I mean... People, people always get in that mode, though. They're like, oh, you know, well, this this guy can just blow all this stuff away, and, and it's really hard for me, and this, is that, and it's... I'm personally, like, I kind of like it when it's somewhat imbalanced like that, right? Where it's like somebody, some class is the ultimate damage dealer, some class is the ultimate healer, even though there might be others, I guess. But like you said, like, uh, I, I think Georg said it in a different interview, like, they're they're really anti, like, theory crafting. they've tried to balance the game to what, they said it's, what, like, 98% balanced or something like that, so I it's think... It's pretty balanced, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's been my experience right like and i've i've played uh i think i've played five of the different classes across both sides um i played a two or three republics and a couple of sith and everybody seems to be able to do do okay solo or do okay in a group as long as you kind of know your role and it makes for some really interesting team comps too that's the thing that's really yep. interesting like there was this one time that we were like hanging out looking for a healer forever because you know i'm like the melee damage spec and i was like eventually i was like well i can off heal and so can this other guy in our team so like why don't we just find another off healer and like three heal it and it totally worked like i was standing up like in the fight doing my backstabs when the other guys were healing and if anything big ever went down i was like the guy that emergency healed with the long heals you know nice and and it totally worked we made it through it was kind of a pain in the butt because we you know we're all like hybrid we were all playing off spec basically but it, it totally worked just not even having any points in the medic tree i was like level 20 something and we did a four man and it, it was easy it it well, that's it, know, it played. That's it played. one of the that's things the... I've noticed is um, a lot of people like for, even with the trooper, you know, a lot of people are going to pick commando because like Dave was saying, they're they're DPS, right? Generally, but the by default, you're you're an off healer. I mean, even a, even a gunnery fully gunnery spec commando has has heals and it's so hard to get people to use their heal. They're like, oh, I'm here for DPS. And it's like, dude, but if you have a heal, you got to help me out, man. And they just like yeah, a yeah. lot of people don't want to do it. It's true, and it's funny trying to get a healing spot as a, a commando sometimes too, because people are like, "Oh, you're DPS, join our group." I'm like, "Actually, I'm I'm geared towards healing." They're like, "But you're wearing armor." Trust me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Work. Combat medic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because no healers have ever worn armor. I mean, ever there was a never ever. a paladin. It yeah. didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> or, or 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 like or like D and D when it came cleric. out, there was like there was like three classes, and what was that healing one? Cleric. What could they wear? Claw. Oh wait, no, that was plate mail. Yeah, clerics and plate mail, man, and a mace. Yeah, beating some heads and <laughs> exactly. But to go back to that, and this is something I hope they keep in. This is something that that was lost. It's it, it's just simple. It's like, hey, I'm a vanguard shield specialist. I can't do the the DPS other. Well, why are you a Vanguard Shield Specialist then? It's like playing a superhero game and choosing like acrobatics as your movement power and then saying <laughs> and then saying I can't fly. Okay, whose fault is that? I mean, if you want to do DPS, build a DPSer. They even make it so easy because the companion system, the companion system does 
almost exactly what they claimed it would do. You can pull in anyone you want. Once once you're a few companions in, you pretty much have somebody to cover any role. If you want to go crazy DPS and you want a healer, that's fine. If you want to go crazy DPS and just hope you can survive and heal in between, play DPS and bring a DPS companion and you can go nuts. And even some of the DPS companions can have the emergency heal button too. I was going to say, the companions aren't bad at their jobs either. I mean... They won't know. replace a player in a flashpoint or a, like if it says group four plus, you probably want four players. We I did a couple of group four pluses with a three man plus a companion, but it, it's 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 just a lot easier with four people. Oh, it, obviously, yeah. Unless it's all troopers, we we will say that we did a couple three man all troopers and uh, all trooper squads are are kind of. It was just it was ridiculous. We destroyed. It, it, well, you got so much AOE. It, that's what it was. We like up. laid waste, yeah. man. We ran through. Was that S list that we did? I think we did it in like yeah. forty minutes. Like, and we watched all the videos and stuff. It, it might have been S list. I don't know. I uh, I sneezed and we were done. So I I don't remember. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous because Dave was a Dave was a vanguard and I think Mike and I were both commandos and I mean we just barrel rolled through it. It was it that was the hands down the easiest run I had done. It was also one of the most fun runs I've done. I have to <laughs> yeah, say. that was the only the only downside is we were all fighting for gear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that what I was. Good. That's what I was going to mention was the companion system. That's my thing. I think the companion system, the way they've implemented it in the game is super freaking awesome. Like how, like, like uh, to your point, you know, the companions actually do their job. So if you want a DPS or you can bring in a DPS or if you want a healer, you can bring in a healer, all that kind of stuff. I also love how they interact with the crew skill system and they actually do your crafting mm -hmm. for you. So it's like, it's kind of like fire and forget because there, there was nothing worse then, you know, back to like WoW days when, you know, I, I wanted to do a lot of crafting. It's like, oh, man, I got to make 10,000 bolts of linen and stare at a stupid uh, status bar for an hour while I'm crafting all at this At least stuff. to make a bolt of linen, you didn't need to find a loom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like it was it was a real pain if you were like an engineer because you needed to have a forge and uh, something else and it just yeah. like having to be in a certain location to craft items was silly. Oh, I agree. So your companions sell your gray stuff for you. Oh, yeah. yeah that's you know, really useful, too. That's cool, too. Somebody, just the other day we were playing, and somebody was like, you know, oh, my bags are full. It's too expensive. And somebody was like, dude, do you have a companion? Have them sell off your crap. And they're like, oh, I can do that. And it only takes, like, what, like 60 seconds or something. They just yep. disappear. Yeah. If they aren't already with you, like, they just take all your items and go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that, that's actually something. Uh, well, I'm not saying they took it from something. Uh, uh, matter of fact, I'm a big fan. If something works in the industry, it should be stolen, as people said. It, it, of course it should be adopted. I mean, this is a genre, and you want the genre to move forward. Well, they have uh, area loot now, too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the area loot's also, but uh, the first time that that got used a lot, in my experience at least, that I came across it was uh, Torchlight. And yeah, yeah. Torchlight, you Dungeon can... Dungeon Siege, I think you could have someone go sell stuff for you, too. But that's, it's just a great feature for almost any game. Almost any game where you collect a lot of loot, being able to not have to run back to get rid of your greys is just, it's just brilliant. Well, now, the I've... last feature I think they should add into that is the uh, ability to tell your companion to like go put something in your bank or take something out of your bank or your well, hold. That would be you... really cool for like your green items or stuff you want to save to put on the auction house yeah. later or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or like we're going up and we're having trouble on this boss, but I got a bunch of uh, stims in my cargo hold. Let me go grab a stack of 20. Hey, have companion, you... thanks. Have, have you guys seen uh, the most recent build? From just last week i haven't gotten a chance to play it yet it's okay. the whole nda thing okay <laughs> right well, well oh yeah you, you guys have been so busy one of the coolest things they put in in this new build i'm going to tell you brilliant when i read it andy and i were both like yes when you craft now it will take mats out of your cargo hold so yeah, you don't yeah. even have to have them on you anymore you can all sit on your ship because it was such a pain in the butt going to have to carry that shit with you yep. if you wanted to be sending someone to work on something. Exactly. And not to mention the cargo hold is on the ship, which is supposedly where they're working on the thing. So it, it just makes sense. Well, and on top of that, too, another another cool thing about it is, um, you know, as because as the as your companions are crafting your items, right, when your item gets completed, obviously it pops it in your inventory. If your inventory becomes full it just queues it up. So as soon as you clear out some inventory space, all of those items, they, they don't just go away and your guy doesn't stop crafting. But I think the thing I've kind of noticed the, the most, just, just around all the game mechanics, like around crew skills and, and companions and 
even the questing system and all that is they've done a really good job at keeping you playing the game and you know like as an mmo player like i'm used to all the mundane stuff that comes with mmoing right like grinding and crafting and all this other crap but with this game it just seems to me like there's a lot more there's a lot more time of me actually playing the game than me doing all the like menial tasks you know the throwback to me there the only thing that i really had a complaint about was travel time like at low levels is it, it feels like you're you're moving these epic distances to go kill some dude <laughs> you know it's like that's true that is true forever you, you, but once you get like the speeder bike and other stuff it, it, it's way in like when i got up to the speeder bike i was like man this i just keep playing there's right. no reason to stop you know you didn't have to sit and grind in a certain area to collect some piece of loot or something you know you could just keep playing it well and level 14 is a game-changing level because that's when you get sprint yeah. <laughs> so it increases yeah, your sprint movement makes speed. it way oh easier. yeah because it's funny now because you know because it's a toggle right so you can leave it on all the time and if you accidentally ever turn it off your dude moves so slow you're like what the crap you know uh <laughs> One thing about the world sizes, and and I've I've run back and forth a lot, so I can understand that. But people will say, "Hey, there's a lot of travel time." If there was almost no travel time, the game would seem so unreal. It's not even funny. Yeah, if you just yeah. got quest and you ran out, and they're you know they were each like ten feet away from each other. The game would it, it would seem wonky. It does take a lot of time, but it, it makes the game feel real. It, it deepens immersion. At the same time of sometimes going, ah, oh, I got to do this. Well, I was just commenting on like the whole like, you know, it felt like I was always playing. At the beginning, before I got Sprint, it felt like I was always running. But then yeah. once I got Sprint, I was like in the game always, you know, right. it was cool. The only other the only other real beef I've had, and I know me and me and Dave have kind of talked about this too, is, you know, just when I when I play normal, like I'm, I'm a pretty social guy. I'm on van. I'm, I'm shooting the shit. I'm talking to people, whatever, while I play. But it, Ventrilo and voice chat does not mix well with this game. If you want to watch the cutscene videos when you're questing, there's nothing yeah, worse than that. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. And I, like, I, I'm I noticed that too. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't actually build a client into the game that like is makes it mute automatically. I mean, I know you can do it with like hotkeys and stuff like that, but I, I think that's something that they might want to do something about. I guess I don't know if they can even though. Yeah, I completely agree. There have been times where I'll try to listen to one of the like class quests or something all of a sudden somebody starts yapping in my ear on vent or mumble or something i'm like Sh hold on yeah you're like shut up <laughs> i'm trying what, to listen what, what i do what i do is i just reach over on my second monitor when i'm in vent and i start i start a cinematic scene i just click the mute sound on vent two minutes ten minutes however long it takes when i'm out in the world again then i just unmute the sound it's Pretty That's quick. why you ignore me for hours on end. <laughs> so, anyways, like I was saying, guys, moving on. No, <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's, there's, there's other reasons I ignore you. That's just one of them. Oh man. Oh. Okay. I think we gotta. I think we gotta kind of wrap this up, guys. We're 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 starting to run a little long here. But one but, final thing, Andy. Yeah. Because this is important. We talked a lot about crafting. What do you not do with all the greens that you craft? Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm a total retard Good. on that. So. Good. Guys, so, he was a I will, well, not reverse engineering. Yeah, he, well, I've been putting yeah, them all in the auction house. Going, I've been making like a grip of cash, no dude. He, he was he was saying, I have, I have no use for this blue metal. They have to put stuff in. I was like, use it to make your blue items. He's like, there are no blue items. So I was like, are you selling your your stuff to the vendor? He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, you reverse engineer them to learn blues. And then you reverse engineer blues to learn purples. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's a really cool mechanic, too. Um, yeah. That is it, a mechanic that I, I would love to purple. try out. <laughs> I just haven't got had a chance to yet, and I've been in the beta for like two months. <laughs> Don't feel bad, Andy. I didn't know that either at first. Dude, it was when, so funny. When I last played, it, it wasn't that way. At least I don't think it was, or I never actually got to learn a blue. But I reverse engineered every green I made, and I never got a blue. So, But now that it's in there, I'm really anxious to try it, because I think that'll make it way more awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, and one other thing I just thought of, last comment I could think of, is the companion system doing all the crafting is really funny in PvP, because the whole group would be running forward, and all of a sudden there would be like two guys just sort of stop. I'm like, oh, they're selling stuff. <laughs> yeah, because that little window, the little uh, mission accept or mission finalized completed window comes up. Oh, my. It's so funny. I can tell it every single time. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's like, I'm under heavy Sith fire. Uh, sir, would would you like those roses I found that you wanted me to deliver to Alara? That was not I'm funny, Dave. Mission, mission complete. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, I have no, distracted your PvP game. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot of cool stuff out there. Uh, I know we're super happy that the NDA is gone. I'm sh I'm sure you guys are are happy uh, that uh, RTDB can now start populating their database with all kinds of infos. So uh, everybody check them out. R2DB.com. Actually, R2-DB.com. Um, if you forget the dash, it'll go there anyway. Um, but lastly, I want to give some shout outs to some members of the Republic Trooper community. Um, a bunch of our forum members, Maddock, Dunick, Elmdor, TIE Fighter, Troop, One Sick Clown, Farsath, Zawarpath, and Wolfman, along with the rest of you guys. You guys are awesome. You've been keeping our forums alive. There's been lots of great discussions going on out there, not just about the Trooper class, but about the game in general. And uh, there's a specific tweet that I want to make mention of today because it really made me laugh. So um, we, got a, we got a tweet this week from um, at Chris underscore Doffer, and uh, he was responding to our Matrix Cube page that we put up on the website about how you can take your uh, matrix shards and convert them into relic items. And uh, he gave me a hashtag internet bro fist, which made me really crack up because it was hilarious. So anyways, hashtag internet bro fist back to at Christopher and everybody else out there on our Twitter and Facebook. You guys rock. And uh, guys, I think I can hear the music fading in in the background there. So that means we have about a minute left. Any final thoughts before we close the show? Really? No one? No final thoughts. Yeah. Bueller, hello. <laughs> um, this game's going to rule. Donuts Donuts are good. There you go. They, they are. Donuts are good. Cool. Okay, well, yeah, that'll do it, guys. So uh, thanks so much, Jesta and Nar, for hanging out with us. R2DB, you guys are awesome. We really appreciate the time. And uh, like I said earlier, no lie, we are on your guys' website uh, just about every day, if not multiple times a day. So, And so there you have it, guys. That's it for Episode 5 of Combat Chatter. Thanks to Dave and Mike from Republic Trooper, and thanks to Jesta and Nar from R2DB.com. Be sure and check them out. As always, thanks to all the troopers out there for giving us a listen. Until next time, you have been listening to Combat Chatter, the official podcast of RepublicTrooper.com. We are out of here. Peace. You've been listening to Combat Chatter, brought to you by RepublicTrooper.com. Join the community at www.RepublicTrooper.com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RepublicTrooper, or on Twitter at RepublicTrooper. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. <laughs> Sorry, we were debating which one of us was going to talk first. Oh, no, yeah, that's totally we cool. We were having that staring at each other. No, you go. No, no you no, go. No, you go. <laughs> wait, 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 let's just... We want to link directly to theirs, or what's going on here? Hang on, dude. I wasn't done recording the show. <laughs> oh, my... Well, we can, we can keep it in there. I was Are we the... going to... He's the droid we're looking for. Cooley... <laughs> Cooley's gone... Let's just do this, Andy. After after many moments, we found out that the R2, R2DB guys actually aren't even looking forward to the old Republic, and their site is shutting down. Have yeah. a good night, everyone. I'm going back to WoW. <laughs> Screw this game.